Welcome. Good morning, friends. How's everybody doing on this great Tuesday morning? <laughs> Were you ducking? Was there was birds like flying in? Looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah. You're so sick. Good morning. You're drinking your um, healthy protein milkshake with bananas and good for you. You're such a better person today. Healthy choices. Today. At the beginning of the day. Today, I'm a better person. I find that my so far my discipline structured who I want to be happens in the morning well, and mm. then it fades throughout the day. Do you have... By dinner time, what happens? No. It's usually right before dinner. Right before dinner? For me? Mm-hmm. Are you like, accusing me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought we were just talking about ourselves here. Sure, I can talk about myself. No, no. I. Why do you think it happens before dinner? What do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. I'm not going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> no, I think you want to talk about me. I'm easily negatively influenced. And I'm also often a negative influencer. We can we can negatively impact each other. So, like, one of the things that we want to adhere to in our dietary lives, not diets, but our dietary lives, is try not to have processed sugar. So last night we had a friend over and we had a great dinner. I, my new thing now, my I would say one of my favorite things, is pork tenderloin on the smoker wrapped in bacon. Mm. Oh my goodness. So after dinner we thought, I thought, because I was the initiator of it, I was like the quarterback and I was like ready, set, hut, hut. And then I asked our friend, have you ever been to F- Favoris? And I was like, in my mind, I was already there. So then I just had to convince three other people, which in in my circle is not hard to do. It's called chocolat favori. Whatever. It's it's chocolate favors. And <laughs> chocolate they have favors. ice cream and they dip it in chocolate. And the our friend that was over had never been. And I'm like, okay, but like you literally uh, haven't lived life. Then. I do think it's wise to avoid sugar, like avoid processed foods and processed sugars. But I think when you get like a little mini which is what it was supposed to be the little mini cone or baby cone is actually what we got which turned out to be this big mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway yeah i don't i don't think sugar needs to be a part of my life um i'm not like it, it's like it's not like alcohol where i can have a little bit of sugar and then yeah am i yeah it's it doesn't produce what it does with alcohol so some people can't have sugar at all and so we, 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 you know, what I've come to realize is that I don't compare myself to other people. I compare myself to other drinkers. Um, I compare myself to other sh- sugar eaters. I compare myself to other. Should we be comparing ourselves to others? No, but I, 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 I want to see if I have a physical problem that others don't have and a mental problem that others don't have when it comes to the substance. And then I can go like, oh, maybe I have a problem with this substance that other people don't. Other people can do that without impunity and stop whenever they want. But why am I at the uh, beer store three, five, 18 days in a row? Like that's, you know, or why am I at that ice cream lineup, you know, 10 days in a row? I just wanted one ice cream and here I am again. So do you think that the purpose of com- that comparison that you're talking about is to get us out of denial? To get us, yeah, qualify us. To go like, is this the qualifications that I meet that I would have a physical and mental 
problem with this so substance. More of an evaluation. An evaluation. Not necessarily a, a comparison. Yeah, but to evaluate my where am I at? That's a beautiful word. What am I actually what am I actually doing? And then is there something that needs to change or grow? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because if I Because if I'm just comparing, I feel like just comparing is a really discouraging thing. Right? I love like, the word evaluate. But if I'm evaluating my life and my patterns and my behaviors and like, you know, I remember someone telling me that they baked a cake and ate the whole cake and then had to bake another cake before their husband came home. And I was like, shocked. But that doesn't make me a food addict. And and I, I've heard that, like, I do this drinking. I wake up in the morning, I'm shaking, I have this. I, and it, like, that actually doesn't make you an alcoholic. What makes you an alcoholic is if when you drink, you can't stop. And when you stop with negative consequences and you say, I'll never do that again, you keep going back to it. Mm. That's what actually makes you an alcoholic. Is that when you don't want to continue doing a thing that's causing negative consequences in your life, Mm -hmm. you actually can't stick to that decision. And two weeks later, you have a thought that weighs out every other thought and getting alcohol is a good idea all of a sudden. That's exactly what used to happen with me and getting back together with you. Yeah, because you love your adrenaline. <laughs> I would say I'm an adrenaline I'm dealer. I'm not I'm getting back together with that guy. He's ruining my life. I can't believe he did that to me. He cheated on me again. He whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you know we'd have a conversation, and I'd change my mind during that conversation. All of a sudden, we're mm-hmm. you know, and you're driven by thing. what's happening inside of you. So in the a, moment, yeah, yeah, and and so there's. There's four C's of addiction that we have to kind of look at. Um, control, consequences, craving. Oh, there's another one. Control, consequences, craving. And um, compulsion. Oh. So those are like the addictive physical and mental things that go on in a person. So that's what I'm evaluating. I love good word. Compulsion is a really good one because yeah, it would be compulsive like, compulsive behavior. I would like decide it. and I remember having a conversation with someone saying like when you're like in the conversation with the person that you're trying to break up with is not the time to change your mind. <laughs> that's not the time to change your mind. All the things that you think and that you say when you're not with that person, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. are the things you need to believe. So then how do I get get out of the four C's, I have to be in recovery on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. I don't deal with the four C's on a daily basis. I don't deal with my alcoholism. I deal with my ism on a daily basis. So I'm, I'm never cured of alcohol. I'm, I'm, I, I have a daily reprieve of my conscious contact with God. So that's what the program, uh, a spiritual program gives us is like a daily drink of the spirit of God, not the spirit of alcohol. Man, like we just, that's like our whole devotional. What were hmm. we even talking about? Well, let's read the thing anyway. <laughs> you want me to read? It is the 14th. What? You read the even, I read the odds. Let's crush it. What's good for me? When Morning are, meditation. Here we go. What's good for me? When we are soul searching, be it for the smaller or larger decisions we face during the day, we can learn to ask, is this good for me? Is this what I really want? Is this what I need? Does this direction feel right for me? Or am I succumbing to the control and influence that I sometimes allow others to have over me? And I guess we could add in alcohol or... Mm. Um, it is not unhealthy selfishness to question if something is good for us. 
That is an old way of thinking. To ask if something is good for us is a healthy behavior not to be ashamed of and will probably work out in the other person's best interests also. We shall not wander down a selfish path of self-indulgence by asking if a thing is good for us. We shall not stray from God's intended plan, God's highest good, by asking if a thing is good for us. By asking ourselves this simple question, we participate in directing our life towards the highest good and purpose. We own our power to hold ourselves in self-esteem. Today, I will begin acting in my best interests. I will do this with the understanding that on occasion, my choices will not please everyone around me. I will do this with the understanding that asking if a thing is good for me, I will ultimately help. It will wait. (laughs) I will do this with the understanding that asking if a thing is good for me will ultimately help me take true responsibility for my life and my choices. Mm. That reminds me of the picture of the boat going down and I have to put on my life vest Mm. first to help others. And I think that's, Kind of what the reading is leading me to believe. I think that my I'm prone to wander away from doing the good things for me, which is recovery. I remember in early recovery, I I just wanted to get my life back on track. Like I got I got to get, get my job, job back. Get I got to get, get everything going. And I in my mind I criticized this one guy that was in the group of of you know the 12 step program and he was older than me he lived in his parents basement still he wasn't all there but he went to every meeting he helped a lot of people he went to go buy the big books he he set up did coffee all of the things and I just remember it's like I didn't get sober to like how does somebody that's not recovery Staying in your parents' basement when you're 35 years old and you don't have a job and and you're still on the system. That's not recovery. But I relapsed three times. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if only I had his recovery. Because that's what's important is what we were talking about at the beginning is having conscious contact with God. So I have his life and his validation and his spirit. And then I go and and be salt and light to the world. Mm-hmm. So our friend, our friend Shannon says, "What's the will of God?" Like that's, I think that's a million dollar question that we all have. I know what my will is, and it's selfish, self centeredness, ulterior motives. What I can consume out of this world. What do I need from the world around me to be okay? Uh, God's will is about love. And joy and peace and comfort for me. And then out of that, his will is for me to be an image bearer to the world around me. And on this side of things, like for me, it took me a long time to realize that actually God loved me and cared about me and my well-being as much as he cared about you and your Mm well-being. I was, you know, I was pretty focused on others most of most of my life, what I could do for others, I need to help out over here, I need to do this over here. And, you know, that was a real switch for me. And I did actually, you know, I like how this says, like, it's actually not, it's not selfish, or self indulgent to go down this path, Mm. like taking care of myself, taking care of like my physical well being, my emotional well being, my spiritual well being, that's not selfish. Mm -hmm. And, and then what I can see now is I can actually be a healthy helper to other Mm -hmm. people through my own health and and not be exhausted and like striving and straining and um 
and you're doing healthy implement impl- you're imp- implementing healthy behaviors physically mm-hmm. and spiritually and it takes you it would take us two hours in the morning and people would be like three you have to go to get three three hours like i can't so make an appointment before 10 eight nine ten. i can make a 10 o'clock appointment i would say two hours this would count uh, on the other side of that but like you're taking two hours out of your day that's like out of a work day that's a a quarter of your work day and that's not self-indulgent but you're doing it to be under as a child you're being you're implementing discipline a good father disciplines his children. So you're doing those things not for your own selfish gain and lavishness upon yourself to be like, look at me at the in the mirror and look mm-hmm. at me on the beach. A few more pedicures wouldn't hurt a anything, though. Pet- many, or like just one. Many pedicures. One pedicure. I, I think that there's room for that kind of thing. But your focus is on how do I be a better image bearer of mm-hmm. and, and, and temple of the, the love of God. So that's what we leave with you today. Um, how do we turn our will and our lives over to the care of God? We have a caring father. Um, he does care about all of us individually. And so we just mm-hmm. let go and abandon our lives uh, and receive life out of him. So happy doing his will today. Uh, keep the peace and be of good behavior. And we'll see you all tomorrow.